0: There's no right or wrong way to journal entry. It's just what's on your heart and mind and soul. And my some of my journals are all over the place. Others are very succinct. Um, some of my entries are short. Some are five pages long. So there's no right or wrong. As I was reminded, journaling can be a way to de-stress and unload your deepest thoughts. It can also be a way to plan our brightest futures. Welcome to the Discovering Your Calling podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I'm here to help you unleash your strengths and get clarity on your calling. I believe when you find your purpose in life, fulfillment, joy, and success will follow. If you're ready, pop in those earbuds, hit that follow button, and join me on this journey toward discovering your calling. I'm a huge fan of journaling. sure where it started. Perhaps like many young women or preteens, really, it started with my locked diary where I wrote my deepest, darkest secrets. Secrets like which boy did I think was cute in class or why I was mad at my mom that day or what my best friend said that made me either laugh or cry. Anybody else remember those, uh, the diary with the lock and key? And I'll be honest, occasionally my journal entries aren't too far removed from those old diary days, except it might be why I still think my husband is cute even after 38 years of marriage, which I probably don't tell him enough, and maybe I'm writing about why I'm feeling sad and crying because I miss my mom, who became my best friend. But most of the time, that's not really what I'm journaling about. Most of the time, my journal entries are more like prayer requests or business ideas or my own thoughts after listening to a sermon, a workshop, or reading a great book. Some days, my journals are just huge brain dumps of all the ideas swirling around my brain that I just need to write down on paper. And that's the beautiful thing about journaling, that all of this is okay, And there's no right or wrong way to journal. And in my opinion, journaling is just about what is on your mind and writing it down. It helps sort through the jumbled up ideas or feelings swirling inside of our brains. And journaling is definitely healing. It's cathartic. It can also be very insightful to help us see where we've been and where we're going. And I'm hoping today to just share with you, journaling is one of the practices that I have used for well over 30 years. And if we count those teen days, well over 50 years, if I'm being honest, maybe not 50, but well over 40 years of writing things down. And I hope that this episode today inspires you to pick up your pen Go buy a beautiful journal because the journal has to be beautiful. It has to feel right in your hands. I'm very much in tune with how the journal looks, what it feels like, what the pen is that I'm writing with. It has to be a special time for you. Otherwise, you may not do it. And start journaling again if maybe you used to journal. Or maybe it's the first time ever that you started journaling. But I want to share with you today. Not just my thoughts on journaling, but I'm actually going to share some excerpts from some of my past journals and why I found them impactful to go back and read. And how did that even happen? Because here's the thing, as you may or may not have heard me mention on other episodes, we are packing up and clearing out our townhome for a big move onto our 42-foot sailboat, Libra. We're moving in about five to six weeks. And so every day we're just trying to chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away. But anyway, my husband was cleaning out one of the drawers in our bedroom uh, nightstand And he found uh, several of my past journals. And before he could even think about throwing them out, I quickly snatched them up because I knew I wanted to read through them first. I wanted to see how far back they went, what I was thinking, what I was praying about, what I was planning during those seasons. So rereading my journal entries was so powerful. And it was pretty darn eye-opening, actually. And I want to share these entries with you so that you can see, one, how my journal practice changes over the seasons, over the years, and yours can as well. Because again, there's no right or wrong way to journal entry. It's just what's on your heart and mind and soul. And my some of my journals are all over the place. Others are very succinct. Um, some of my entries are short. Some are five pages long. So there's no right or wrong way to do that. And you'll see that. You'll hear that as I share some of these entries with you. You may also see that journal entries leave clues for us along our true calling path. It was so interesting to me to go back and reread some of my entries. And I see now I can go back and see like, oh, my goodness, this is where God was leading me based on my entries, I just didn't know it. I didn't know it because I was so focused and blinded to what I thought my path was that I couldn't see what was really happening. But when I go back and reread my journal entries, I was like, how did I not know this? How did I not see this? Because the journal entries definitely leave clues. The third thing that I hope that you get out of listening to this today is... Um, that you will hear some journal prompt ideas that helped me get clear on my purpose in life. That will help you also get clear on your purpose in your life to create that life. Because again, this series I'm doing right now, it's all about living your best life. It's finding your calling, yes, but it's about living your best life. Um, and in fact. I did go that extra step, and if you want a printout of some journal prompts that I've used over the years and some extras that I added in there, I put together 13 journal prompts and ideas. Just send me an email at sherry at sherrymiterco.com, and I will send you this um, PDF. It's just a simple PDF with these prompts on it. So send me an email, and I'll send you a link to grab that. All right. Here's kind of the way this is going to flow. I'm going back to 2000. We're going to start with 2000 to 2004. That was the first diary that, or I'm sorry, a journal. And This one was like a diary. Let me tell you, it was more like a, it read like a diary more than a journal. And really this one is about the struggles that we had. I was going through some major health issues back then, um, some depression, Uh, I saw uh, The war had started. My husband was deployed. I had teenagers, three boys. I lost my mom during the season. So a lot of the journal entries were about my sadness and about the struggles. There was a lot going on. And it was interesting to read that. in fact, I actually wrote on the binder of this one, do not throw away. I feel like this one was so in tune with what I want kind of my kids to know, like, this is part of my legacy. This is what we went through. But we got through it. We, we got on the other side. But during that season, I was also writing about things on my heart that were part of those clues that I said. And I'm just going to read you a few little top of the entries. Most of these were very long. <laughs> and things like on May 5th of 2000, I wrote, I'm feeling in a rut, cranky too often. I feel too stressed out all the time. I have lost my balance. I am not getting things done in my Mary Kay business that I should. I really need to focus on a schedule. I yelled at the boys tonight on giving in to Jacob at Stewart's. I ended up, this is so funny. I ended up letting him pick out a flavor of ice cream when it wasn't his turn. I realized it wasn't fair to Justin, nor should I have gave in to him. I got angry at myself and yelled at them. I really want to control the anger. And then I would write what I was grateful for that day. And that day I had wrote, grateful for a beautiful spring day and being able to get a lot of work done at home. Also a fun day of baseball. Um, and there was a lot of entries like that. A lot of not feeling good at how I was as a mom with these kids. Uh, stressed out a lot. Uh, my health issues were making me just a very angry person. <laughs> uh, not pleasant to be around. Um Fast forward the next year on January 29th, 02, I wrote down, my purpose is to provide a life of wonderful memories and opportunities for my family. I also want to be a great role model, teaching my boys that hard work is God's calling, and he wants us to use our talents and share them with the world. And it's so interesting. That was one that was a little clue because I didn't know about talents and strengths back then. I didn't know about Clifton strengths. I didn't know about talent. So it's funny that I used that word. And then I went on to write that same day. My mission is to help other women become all that God desires them and calls them to be, especially, but not limited to, their role as mothers. Families deserve to have stable home. And as Mary Kay women, we can provide that. See, I thought Mary Kay was the answer to everything. It wasn't, and it's not. Um, giving women opportunities and choices is my mission in Mary Kay. That's my mission today as well. My goal is to touch lives as many as God calls me to do. So I was finally getting my head straight I <laughs> on in 2002, 2000, 2001, I was suffering. Um, it, it just, again, was a lot of just really the struggles um, I would go through and pray for things, pray for my kids, pray for my family, pray for my business. Um You know, October 9th, 2003, guide me, Lord, help me make decisions about church, about my unit's meeting place, about my finances and kids. Um, Just really seeking God's guidance a lot in these years. And um, again, this was the season of when my husband got deployed and the struggles of that. And then I have um, several, several pages that I went back and journaled about the season of loss of, you know, losing my mom and what that felt like. Um, so 2000, 2004 journal was again, I call it the health, you know, struggles, health, loss, depression, but there were still those clues that showed up every once in a while. Then in 2007, I felt like there was a renewal. And this is what, again, the power of journaling is you sense these like, Oh, I must, I got, you know, what did I do that, that made me felt renewed in that year? Um, and this was fun. February 29th, 2000. And so this journal, I wrote 2007. And then there must have been space. So it's like, I'm not going to waste it. So I'm going to write some more in it. Because um, here's the thing. I'll be honest journaling. I don't do it every day. I do it in seasons. Um, I do it in time. So one journal could last me three, four years. <laughs> um, and sometimes I skipped around. But February 29th, 2012. I wrote, what is, my, what is my God-given destiny? So I was searching, like you might be. I was searching for my calling. I was searching for that thing. Even though I was successful at what I was doing, I didn't really feel like it was my destiny yet. But I wrote down, to raise three outstanding boys who make a difference and achieve great things by doing, by being good people. Check. I can check. I did that. I also wrote, to help other women enjoy a less stressed life, a life where they can raise their own children or at least be happy while doing it. They can learn to be more positive positive, to and to set good examples. To help women become all they are capable of becoming and to look good so they can feel good about themselves. My destiny, to love and support Tom in our lives together and work. And then I wrote, what else, God, what else am I supposed to be doing? Um 2000 March 13th 2012 <laughs> There were days I was very frustrated and that's a clue in itself. There were many entries like this. Very frustrated with my unit. They don't seem to want to change. Is it me? What gives me joy in this business? And I wrote down what gives me joy. And I, you know, working with customers to help them feel pretty, working with women who are big thinkers and have good work ethics, women who are positive. I think during that season, I was working with a lot of negative people who didn't want to change. June 5th, 2014, disappointed that my party postponed. It was supposed to be a big party. Um, so I was sad that that happened. June 6th, not going the way I want. Time slips away and I didn't make calls or write notes as I should have. So I was, you know. Got mad on the days that things didn't go right. I was not really happy with my unit at the time, even though I was personally succeeding in my business. 2000, 2000, 2008, 2012 was kind of a similar thing. You know, ups and downs, frustration with work, but still full of hope. And this journal, so this is a separate journal. Yes, I kind of went back and forth. I feel like this one had a lot of clues to what I am called to do. I just realized now I, it was the wrong venue. And again, I want to stress this is the power of journaling. Now, I don't know if I had read this, if I figured out earlier what my calling was, I don't know. But it's very, very clear to me now that I am in my calling. So let me just share a couple of quick entries here. Um, and this is one, and this is one, one of the prompts that I gave you is to take a Bible verse. And what does it mean to you in that moment, in that season of life? And I wrote down Philippians 3, 13, 15. I am focusing all my energies on this one thing, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press or run toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God and Jesus Christ. Let us have this in mind. If anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. And I wrote this down. My call is to teach and to lead I cannot do this by thinking small. I must go big and go pink, I thought. (laughs) If I am to reach my full potential and reveal the prize God has in store for me, I am called to build relationships and to grow people. I am enjoying all that God has in store for me. I am happy, healthy, financially independent, and abundantly blessed. I help others become happier, healthier, financially independent, and abundantly blessed women so they can create happy, healthier, financially independent, and abundantly blessed families. And then I wrote from Ephesians 3.20, to him who, who, by means of his power working in us, is able to do so much more than we can ever ask for or even think of, to God be the glory. So a lot of times it was a prayer request that I wrote in the journals But do you hear the clues? Like, that's what I'm doing today. That's exactly what I do today. It's just not within the realms of the direct sales company that I was with. Um, And it was like, I could tell this was a year of a lot of personal growth. I was on a huge personal growth journey. In fact, a lot of the journal entries were based on programs that I was doing to just get my mind. I was one was from Purpose Driven Life with Rick Warren. I was reading that book. I was doing vision exercises. I was really, really investing in myself um, Four questions from success principles. Like I was doing so much work to just get my head straight, to just learn who I was again. And it shows in these journal entries and I was building that confidence. I just still didn't know exactly what my path was. And one of the days I wrote, I realized to not work at becoming um, a top sales director at NSD would be a sign against God. How can I abandon my purpose and not use the gifts I have been given? He gave me the gift to teach and inspire others. I must use it for his glory. He will continue to provide what I need to do this. He also gives me the privilege of helping others one face at a time, one life at a time, keeping my priorities in order and being others focused. Um, and I went on to say, my purpose is to help others find and use their gifts and talents to truly shine for his glory. I need to look at each person through God's eyes, loving and accepting. And again, I didn't know about Clifton strengths when I wrote that. Isn't that powerful? Like, that's so mind-blowing to me. It's like, oh my gosh, God, you knew this. (laughs) You knew all along what I was supposed to be doing. I just didn't see it. 2013, there's a whole other journal here. Again, I can see this personal growth journey that I was on and a lot of the same things. But at the same time, I was writing about the frustrations I was having with the people I was working with within the direct sales company. Then I have this one journal, this little journal. I'll probably put on this one to keep this too, because 2016 things really, this was like a turning point I felt for me. And there was so much peace I can see in these journal entries um, of purpose and hope for what I was being called to do. But I also had the frustrations in how I was working, because the how I was working wasn't in alignment with how I wanted to live my life. And what I know now, it was because it was leading me to make that decision that what I was doing no longer served me, that it was time to step away from that. And I can see that in some of the journal entries of the frustrations, that even though I felt very confident in what I was supposed to do, it was the how that wasn't serving me anymore. But there was one entry, and it was just being tired. I was just so tired. (laughs) And it was specifically because I had been working a lot of nights um, and I was just, oh, here, here's one feeling over. This was August 3rd, 2016, feeling overwhelmed and depressed. I overscheduled my nights and realized I need to get out of the apartment more. I also need to reevaluate my new consultant boot camp. What do you need, new need to do? So I, I was doubting how I was working, um, what can they learn online? What do I really need to do? Um, And then I said, I need to join an exercise group or other lunch group. I need more fun in my life. I need to make sure that Mary Kay is fun for other consultants. And then I wrote down quit working evenings. And here's the funny thing. Just recently, I just had this discussion with one of my clients and we were talking about when we were going to meet for a new program. And I said, I don't do nights anymore. I don't do nights anymore. Cause I had to for so long and it frustrated me and it tired me out. And it's a choice I get to make today because, and that's part of what I teach in the Discovering Your Calling program is create the life you want and then create the business to work around it. And that's what I've done. And I see now when I go back through this, this journal that was actually called seize the day was the name of the journal on the outside. Um, I could see that that was a part of my frustration And then I'm just going to fast forward to 2020 was when changes started happening for many of us, right? That's when COVID hit. And I was already in this place because, like I said, 2016 started to bring this morphosis, this change, and I was ready. I was so ready to make a big change when 2020 hit. But I still had imposter syndrome. So I'm just going to read you a few more journal entries here because I want you to say it wasn't always easy. It wasn't always smooth sailing, even when I knew I needed to make that change. So July 1st, 2020, I wrote, the hard is in the middle AKA imposter syndrome. I said, I'm feeling overwhelmed and wondering if I've made a mistake. Doing a podcast seemed easy, but it's a lot. So I just started this podcast and more money than I thought. I'm wondering if it will totally bomb. Who am I to think I have something to share? What if no one listens? What if no one wants to be coached by me? What if it's a mistake? After all, I have a good career. So I was doubting this decision to leave one great career for this new thing. And I wrote, I know I'm in the middle. Beginning is exciting and new. It seems easy. The ending is is I've done this. You can check the box. But the middle is hard. I knew this. I knew this from my experience with in direct sales. Middle is hard. It sucks. It's <laughs> when many dreams are lost. I've got to go back to my original journal post. Listen to that. I want to repeat that. I've got to go back to my original journal posts and ideas and calling. I've done hard things before, I can do this. So do you see just in that writing why journaling is so powerful? Because I even knew enough that if I went back and read some of the entries of when I was excited, that helps get through the hard things. That's why you need to journal the good days and the tough days. Then things started to kind of come together finally. And on June 18th, 2021, I wrote, I am a strategy strengths coach. A lot of 2021 was a lot of strategy stuff written in my journal. <laughs> it was more business, like ideas and how to run a business. Um, and I wrote, I'm a strategy strengths coach. Show, I show high-level leaders how to leave burnout behind and gain more confidence. Discover success with ease by tapping into their strengths they create strengths-based teams and strategies needed to go to the next level, creating an environment where everyone feels valued, fulfilled, and excited to show up every day. That was when I thought I was going to work with teams. That didn't work well. <laughs> but 2022 came around, and I found a journal entry on September 10th for 2022, and it was the Sherry Miterco business plan. And this was so clear of the I found my calling. I finally had clarity on it. I created the business plan that felt 100% in alignment with all areas of my life, of who I was. That was one of the things I didn't read. I had one journal entry in here in 2016 about um, what do I really want and need? Those are journal prompts that I give you. Quotes from a pastor that I like to follow from Stephen Furtick. That I wrote down from listening to his sermons. Um, I had one thing in here that I did this I am thing where I wrote down, Who am I? And it was based from Jesus, CEO of who God says he is. But then I wrote down, I am powerful. I am positive. I am persistent. I am a coach mentor. I am a mom and a wife and a daughter. I am a top recruiter. I'm adventurous. I am faithful. I'm a leader. I'm a daughter of God. And then I turned it into one phrase I am a rock never wavering steady, can stand strong and be counted on. And the, I am journal prompt is one of the things that I put in that PDF for you, but the Sherry Miter co-business plan that came together included that who I am, what I want to offer, what I want to serve. And it has allowed me to create the life that I want. So I don't have to work nights. I don't get frustrated. Like I was, it eliminated the frustrating parts that I journaled about. Um, Is life easy all the time? Absolutely not. There's still challenges and struggles and I'll journal about them. But things are so much more exciting, so much more, I'm so much happier, I'm so much more at peace, and I have so much more joy in my life today. And that's what I want for you. And not just in journaling, but just in life in general. So I hope that this inspires you to begin your journal practice or perhaps pick it up again or keep doing it. And maybe you have some ideas to make it better. As I was reminded, journaling can be a way to de-stress and unload your deepest thoughts. It can also be a way to plan our brightest futures. And, you know, I would just love to know. I'd love to hear from you. Do you journal now? And what do you enjoy about it? And do you have any tips for me how I can up-level my journal practice? And if you don't journal yet, did this perhaps inspire you to start? And again, if you want my very simple PDF of 13 journal journal tips and prompts sheet, just send me an email at sherry at sherrymiterco.com. And as always, thank you for listening to the Discovering Your Calling podcast. I hope this did inspire you to go out and not just get clarity on your calling and discover your calling and purpose, but truly begin creating your ideal dream, freedom-focused, fulfilling life that you most certainly deserve. Thank you for spending this time with me. My hope is something you heard today inspires you to take action toward discovering your calling. I just have two favors to ask of you before you go. One, if you found value and enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you might hear your review read on a future episode. And two, can you share this episode with three friends who will also enjoy it as much as you did? By doing these things, you will help us grow the podcast to make a bigger impact on the the world. And until next week, remember, you've been created to live a life of fulfillment, freedom, purpose, success, and joy.